Hello, Morongo Basin and listeners around the world online at Z1077FM.com. Here is the Z1077 local news for Tuesday, February 6th, 2024. The Landers Post Office and the Pioneertown Post Office were both victims of burglaries over the weekend. A representative from the county sheriff's Morongo Basin Station confirmed that both post offices were burglarized at an unidentified time over the weekend. The sheriff's department said that their investigation is being overseen by the U.S. postal agent and is ongoing. They were unable to provide information as to what was stolen. Z1077 has contacted the United States Postal Investigator for further information and will update this story when we learn more. The Morongo Valley Post Office was the victim of a burglary on December 12th. It is currently unknown if the burglaries are related. Anyone missing any mail can report it to the United States Postal Investigator at 1-877-876-2455. Though the atmospheric river moving across Southern California has caused disastrous flooding in some parts of the state, the Morongo Basin has so far been spared the weather system's most devastating effects. Radar shows the atmospheric river feeding into Southern California has become oriented more north to south. The National Weather Service's local office still says that the northwestern portion of the Mojave Desert will take the brunt of the storm as heavy rainfall continues near Inyo and Death Valley. San Bernardino County's state of emergency, declared at the state and county level, remains in effect until tomorrow. County officials say that crews and equipment are in position to be activated as needed. Several roads in Palm Springs were closed due to flooding yesterday, so if you're heading down the hill, make sure to check your route ahead of time. Z1077 again reminds you, when driving through the high desert, if you see flooding in the road, turn around, don't drown. Every year during wet winter storms, cars get stuck in mud or deep water and require rescue from emergency responders. Don't let that be you this year. The Yucca Valley Town Council meets tonight to hold an informational session on Measure W and FP5. Of particular note, as last night's FP5 meeting in Landers was canceled due to the weather. Online news editor Robert Hayden has a look at their full agenda. On the Yucca Valley Town Council agenda, a county update from the 3rd District Supervisor Don Rao and a Fire Protection District update from Chief Muncie. Then, up for approval is the amendment to the Town Development Code for temporary special events in residential areas, along with an update on the Aquatic and Recreation Center and the proposed acceptance of nearly $5 million in coronavirus relief and county discretionary funds. A public art installation and a Town Council salary increase wraps up the agenda. The meeting starts tonight at 6 p.m. in the Yucca Room at the Yucca Valley Community Center. If you don't want to come down in the wet weather, you can attend online. We'll have a link at this story on our website z1077fm.com reporting for z1077 news i'm robert hayden a restaurant group that owns two restaurants in the high desert is facing a class action lawsuit alleging service charges added automatically to customer bills may have been withheld from servers the los angeles-based restaurant group last word hospitality serves as the parent company for a number of la area restaurants including red dog saloon in pioneer town and the copper room in yucca valley L.A. Eater reports that a lawsuit filed in Los Angeles County Superior Court by a former server employed by the restaurant group alleges that the service fees added to customer bills should have been considered as gratuities and tips. The lawsuit alleges that the fees should have been distributed only among servers rather than to all employees and managers at the restaurant. The lawsuit also questions whether the fees were properly distributed. When asked for comment by Z1077, Adam Weisblatt, co-founder of Last Word Hospitality, provided a statement saying, 
Quote, deciding to enact a service charge was an ethical decision of how to run a restaurant that equitably pays staff. Dishwashers are as important to us as managers. We will address the lawsuit with the same good intentions we hold ourselves to in all forms of business. We have not yet seen the complaint and will comment more in due time. End quote. In July, one of the partners of Copper Room and Red Dog Saloon, Eric Michelle Alperin, spoke with Z1077's Hillary Sloan about the 20% service fee charged at the restaurants. He said that the 12.5% of the service charge at Red Dog goes directly to staff and is calculated by hours worked. Management labor costs and healthcare premiums get 3.5% of the service charge and that Red Dog also offers a 401k contribution plan. According to California law, tips cannot be used to compensate managers, supervisors, or owners. Z1077 spoke with a former employee of one of the restaurant group's high desert restaurants who spoke on condition of anonymity. The former employee said that the lack of transparency surrounding the service fee, specifically how it was collected and then distributed, was a major factor in their decision to leave the restaurant. Quote, it never made sense to me and a lot of people who work there feel that way. They told us what to say to people when we explained the service charge to customers, but it made me feel like I was lying. If you're leaving a fat tip for your server, you think it's going to your server. I wasn't happy with what they were doing, end quote. The 29 Palms Book Fest is getting a nine-month head start with a special launch party for the fest's promotional rollout this Thursday at the Old Schoolhouse Museum. Assignment reporter Gabriel Hart has the inside look at this fun and educational gathering. The 29 Palms Book Festival presents Never Underestimate the Desert, an informative discussion about stories only the desert can tell and not only from a human perspective. Leading the public discussion will be Alicia Pike, a passionate advocate of nature and philosophy, as well as a guide for the Mojave Desert. Joining the conversation will be Charles Peterson, doctor of biology, professor of physiology, reptile expert, and tortoise radio tracker. Painter Chuck Kaplinger, who has contributed to various 29 Palms murals. Kim Stringfellow, a research-based visual artist, writer, educator, and independent curator whose work bridges cultural geography, public practice, and experimental documentary into socially engaged transmedia experiences. And Pat Remington, author of Adobes of 29 Palms, whose expertise aided the preservation of numerous adobes while playing a pivotal role in the 29 Palms Historical Society. The event is free and starts at 5 p.m. at the Old Schoolhouse Museum, located at 6760 National Park Drive in 29 Palms. Attendance is limited, so please show up early to secure your seat. Reporting for Z1077, this is assignment reporter Gabriel Hart. Theater 29 is beginning the process of selecting plays for their 2024-2025 season. Arts and entertainment reporter Charlie Thomas shares the details of how you can be a part of this growing cultural institution. Theater 29 is beginning the process of selecting comedies, dramas, musicals, cabarets, and specialty productions for their upcoming 2024-25 season. Area theatrical directors are being invited to submit suggested plays for consideration. The Theater 29 Play Selection Committee is requesting prospective directors to submit two titles, preferably both musical and non-musical titles. Submitters must provide a script and an estimation of the show's budget, including at least estimated royalties and script costs. New directors are asked to include a director resume or biography of the candidate's theatrical background. Full details of the submission process are available at theater29.org. The deadline for submissions is March 1st. Reporting for Z1077, this is arts and entertainment reporter Charlie Thomas. And finally, for the third consecutive year, both the girls and boys basketball teams from Yaka Valley High School have joined each other in the CIF Southern Section playoffs. 
The boys' team has finished no lower than second place in that time, while the girls' team netted their five consecutive league championship during the 2024 regular season. In the last five seasons, the teams have combined for an eye-popping 97-15 record and 87% winning percentage. The girls have not lost a single league contest during that time. The boys will face Fontana High School at Fontana on Wednesday. Tip-off is at 7 p.m. The girls host yet another playoff game in Trojan Gym on Thursday night. Game time is 7 p.m. Tickets are available at a link in this story at Z1077FM.com. The Yucca Valley High School boys and girls wrestling teams are also headed to the CIF Championships on February 9th and 10th. The girls will be facing off at Marina High School and the boys will be at Great Oak High School. That's our local news. Hear local news seven times a day, seven days a week at 7, 8, 9, noon, 4, 5, and 6. If you hear news happening, let us know about it. Email us at tips at z1077fm.com. Reporting for the Morongo Basin News Leader, the award-winning Z1077 Local News, I'm Jeff Harmetz.